Hi, good evening. My name is Margaret Pellerini. Today is Friday, February 2nd, and this is my podcast. First off, a few shout outs. Hey, Carter. Hope it's not too cold up there. Shout out to Wu. Shout out to Cynthia. Shout out to Icy and LB. Sending love. Today's podcast is entitled Crying. Don't let the sun catch you crying. Give you a few lyrics from Gary and the Pacemakers. Many, many years ago, I'm not sure who's listening has ever heard of them. Some of the lyrics. Don't let the sun catch you crying. The night, the time for all your tears. Your heart may be broken tonight, but tomorrow in the morning light, don't let the sun catch you crying. We know crying's not a bad thing, but stop your crying when the birds sing. It may be hard to discover that you've been left for another, but don't forget that love's a game and it can always come again. Remember that, it can cry. Do you? I'd like to start out with a scripture verse, Revelations 21, verse four. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. Again, don't let the sun catch you crying. I have two fables to tell you and some things from my heart. Before I do, I sometimes ask people if they want to share anything. This is from ICB, and I thank you, IC. Don't forget, you're human. It's okay to have a meltdown. Just don't unpack and live there. Cry it out, and then refocus on where you are headed. Crying. I appreciate those words. For me, crying is a way your eyes speak when your mouth can't explain how broken your heart is. Do you cry? Do you fake it? Do you hide it? Crying. Have you ever cried so much you cried over something? Maybe something funny and you keep crying and then you laugh and you can't stop. Another person I like to give a shout out to is my good friend Cynthia. Words that she'd said about crying. Sometimes crying's a good thing. It's a necessary thing. Sometimes you need a good cry to get stuff out, get stuff off your chest. It's a true emotion, and I believe it has power, power to help the soul. Crying. I was guilty of always suppressing. I like to give you some stories about crying, some fables. One that I'm sure we've all heard of, The Boy Who Cried Wolf. The full story of The Boy Who Cried Wolf is a tale that concerns a young shepherd boy He repeatedly tried to fool the village people into thinking that a wolf was attacking the town folk. Wolf, wolf. When actually the wolf appears, he did it once, he did it twice, and the boy calls for help. The villagers believe that it's another false alarm, and they ignore him, and the sheep are eaten by the wolf, crying. Where are you at? Moral of this is, Lies will not be rewarded, even if they do tell the truth. No one believes them. Again, don't let the sun see you crying. When my son first passed away, I cried and cried and cried. Five years, six years, I believe I was still crying. And it was something I couldn't stop. I would go down into the basement. I was getting ready to say cellar. I would go down into the basement and I would cry. I would pretend I was doing wash, but I wasn't doing wash, I was crying. Because you don't want anyone to see you cry. So you pretend 
You pretend you're doing this, or you pretend you're doing that. Crying. Feelings get hurt. Friends get angry, and you cry. Tears. I want to tell you a story, fable. Names have been changed to protect the innocent. It's a story about a princess, Princess Ruella. Princess Ruella would have been considered the most beautiful and charming girl on either side of the sun if she wasn't so cross and discontent. She lives in a palace with her parents, the king and the queen. And while the king is exhausted with having a cross daughter who's unhappy, excuse me, unhappy with her reputation and life in the palace, the princess mother seeks to resolve her daughter's unhappiness by finding her a playmate to cheer her up. So Princess Priscilla can select her playmate. Unfortunately to the queen and the king's crowd, the princess cries that all the children seem exactly alike. The king is furious and he worries that this is going to cause a war. So he orders all the children to come before the princess. Princess jumps on her feet, pointing to a boy she thinks is a wonderful person. She can tell by the looks on his face. And she orders the boy to kiss her hand, but instead he runs away. The princess, who has never been disobeyed, after discovering the boy's name, Deaf Robert, the princess insists to her parents that he is her new playmate, her new one that will be the one that will always be playing, whether it's ponies or whether it's anything that's minstrel. For weeks, this went on. The princess is overjoyed until Deaf Robert grows unhappy, and the wonderful look disappears from his face, and he wants to go back to the town and to the forest. Deaf Robert tries to please the princess and he slays a dragon. He saves the princess, but he doesn't accept the award for doing so in order to fulfill the action of braveness and kindness. Finally, after many failed attempts, Deaf Robert meets a wimp who is disguised as a young girl and helps him determine that he is leaving his princess was most foolish and to return to her would be most wise. Upon this realization, he hurries back to the palace where Princess Perella has once again pricked her finger, but this time he can hear her soft, sweet tears. The princess is delighted to see Deaf Robert telling him the wonderful look that he once had has again returned to his face. And they spend the rest of their years arguing whether or not the sounds of the town were better than the sounds of the forest, and they both discovered one another's beautiful sounds. The tears of Princess Pruella. We all need to be able to hear what the sounds are. Sometimes we don't hear what's right in front of us. Again, crying. Don't let the sun catch you crying. Many, many years ago in South Philly, where I was born and raised, at the end of the street was a young girl named Josie or Josephine. Now, my daughter identified Josie or Josephine as the one that always cried. And when we reminisce or when we talk about South Philly at the end of the street, Josephine, she'll say, you know, the one that always cried. And then I have to remind her the reason why she cried. She had lost her mother and she had no one else. Sometimes people may see a downward look. They may see your face as something that is sad all of the time, but they don't realize that the sun has caught you crying. I always remember after losing my son, losing my dad, losing so many people that I loved, realizing 
will the tears ever stop? The tears stop. Memories stay in your heart. And it's what we do with what we have. So the sun may catch us crying. People may catch us crying. But we all need each other. So I say to you on this Friday, if you have tears to shed, shed them, embrace them. I give a shout out a second time. Shout out to you, Wu, Icy Carter, and Cynthia. Shout out for goodness, memories, and things that make us sad. Shout out, Michael. I wish you a happy birthday tomorrow. For anyone listening to this, I send you love. Love from the bottom of my heart. I'd like to end with a scripture verse. Psalm 56, verse 8. You keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. You've kept track of my every toss and turn through the sleepless nights. Each tear entered in your ledger, each ache written in your book. So if you're crying and you don't want the sun to see you cry, find a good friend, find a good person, find a journal, write it down. Share your tears. I love you very much. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this. Thank you and have a good night.